is random convos from the couch hey everyone it's cody and charisma and you're now listening to random convos from the couch podcast stay tuned Okay, let's get them for one more for for 2021. Hey, everyone. Hey, everyone out there. Uh, Before we get started, I just want to say, you know, um, thank you guys so much for just rocking with us this whole year. So if you had us on your uh, Spotify uh, rap list or just been listening to us, downloading episodes, sharing it with your friends and family, we appreciate you so much because um, without you guys, um, we wouldn't be able to put out this show so i just want to say special thanks out to every single person out there that's listening to us and haven't listened to us in the past so kind of started off that way um but it's always how we start these episodes with music mm-hmm. um so uh some music came out yeah so both uh, artists that we're gonna talk about first r and r which is first one came out from last week because we didn't record uh rick ross and what you think uh i know you didn't like it yeah, Ricky could have not. I feel like it was bad from the jump from that first album cover he put out with the hat and the gloves, looking like a like he was going to church. Yeah, you know, sister, sister Roberts. And to me, it was mid. I mean, yeah. I'm, you know, I, I like Rick Ross's like hit. You know, the people, the ones that. People know the like beats, yeah, the like heart, BMF, uh, uh, Hammer, uh, yeah, MC Hammer, MC Hammer, stuff yeah. like that. You know, like yeah. of course, like Dice Pineapples, mm-hmm. Stay Scheme, and you know stuff like that. Like yeah, he he's a really good, a good uh, he's a really good lyrical rapper, I mean, and you know, I I feel like he's known for a lot of having really good beats. Mm-hmm. And this project, it wasn't like it from like that for me. All the songs were slow. Yeah, I when I listened to it, it was I, boring, honestly. Yeah, because I listened to it and um, it just seemed like it was it was just weird. Plus, on the top of that, I was like, that he ain't had no rock. Uh, excuse me, he ain't had no hove. He ain't had no Drake. Because normally, when he have an album with one of them or both it's of good. them, it's a really good part. Like uh, the Teflon Don had both of them. Um, the God God forgives. That's his I best don't. one, right? Yeah, that's his best project. Um, by far. Um, mm-hmm. ain't nobody touching that. And that was uh, 10 years ago. That's so, when it came out? Um, 2010 is when it came out. Dang. And at that point, he just, he ain't been the same. So, yeah. And then, um, well, and I don't say he been the same because God forgives I don't. That was a good project. Um, He just ain't, he just ain't doing it like that. Yeah, okay. Like, so, do you think, okay, you know how, I just thought about this. You know how I always say how for like. Some rappers, as they get older, they need to change what they're talking about. Like, you know, I was talking about, like, future. You know, like, your songs, your lyrics should change, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's what all we want, right? We want for the rapper to evolve. Mm-hmm. I feel like Rick Ross, but I feel like it's kind of the opposite for Rick Ross because it's like he has evolved, but we still want him to have them same hard beats. Well... And I feel like with them hard beats, he can't be talking about well living lavish. Well, okay, he's a luxury a luxury rapper. This is a, a that's the actual thing. You know, people that um, 
people that really just be talking about, you know, the money, the you know, the fame and all that. Is Jay Z a luxury rapper? Yeah, I think I think he has evolved into a luxury rapper. Um, because but the thing about it is he can actually back it up. Who like Jay? You, oh, you don't think Rick Ross? Well, well Rick Ross, well, well, he do be lying. Well, okay, but I'm not saying that Rick Ross couldn't. I'm just saying that Jay can because we just know. We know he got money. We know he got money. And the thing is, is that he's not going to stop making money. He's going to find a new adventure each year. So you think Rick Ross be faking? No, I don't think he'd be faking. I just think that. I mean, we know his name and we know the <laughs> stuff he be talking about. He'd be lying because he was a correctional officer, but what he was, be talking about he was a drug what dealer. Was the thing? What was the thing I sent you? Hold on. Uh, he be lying about He He don't be living I that life. I'm now. Um. I had sent it to you mm-hmm. last week. Hold on. I'm going to give myself a couple of seconds. I'm going to find it. Um, no, nah, I, can't, I can't find it. Oh, no, no, I found it. Uh, so we can all agree that Rick Ross as a rapper is fire, but his raps is lies, right? <laughs> that was a tweet. Yeah. And I sent it to you because the first person I thought of was you. Uh, look, I think, I think he does get that pass because he's like... Yo, I don't, don't want to always think of William Roberts, the correctional officer. But that's what he was, though. When he be talking about he be... You mean, I mean, like, I, I don't know. I guess it's just kind of weird because even, like, beginning of the album, he had uh, Willie Fal- Falcone, which, you know, if you guys have seen the Netflix special uh, Cocaine Cowboys, mm-hmm. he was one of the people. And mm-hmm. he's actually... Uh, I think he's out of jail right now. Mm-hmm. He only did, like, 10 years. But... um. I think it's interesting to me how he's just so fascinated or raps about a lot about the drug dealing and that lifestyle and, like, you know, drug lords. But it's like, sir, you weren't really about Whoa. that life. My whole thing is, and necessarily... It's like, that's, be, what he's like what, that's what he wanted to be. But, but, he said he think he big meat. Larry okay. Hoover. All Larry right. Hoover. No, all right. My whole thing is, is that... Um, what if he actually was a part of that life, but then the the correction officers we look we look at that as that's the thing. Like you know, obviously he probably rapping about someone else's life or some something like that. He is because that's not even his real name. He stole a real live drug dealer's name and took the whole persona. And the dude can't even use his own real name. Yeah, a lot of people have a name, but that's, that's real not their shysty, name as though. Yeah, that's real shysty. Yeah. Uh, now the best songs on that album was Wiggle and. Um, and that's saying a lot. <laughs> it is not because of Rick Ross. Let's just say Dream Dog kept that shit. And the song with Benny. Um, I don't have the album on my phone, so I don't know the name of it. But Benny on a, on a record. Um, what is it? Oh, uh, Rapper Estates. Benny just, he, he is, he always delivers when he does that. Um, and the song with Wale and Future was good until Future rapped. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, Ross... Could have kept that in. It was mid, and then Brody Rich came out yesterday. Yeah, another R and R. That album, um, hella underwhelming. And I told Cody, I know his first album was really good. What is it? Excuse me for being antisocial. Yes, please excuse me. It was um, that was a good project, and he released that what two, three years ago. It was the end of twenty twenty nineteen, going into twenty twenty. Yeah, so you know he had the pressure as most artists do. When they release their sophomore album, um, especially if it does so well. Mm-hmm. And so, because that album, was that Grammy nominated? Which one? His album, the first no, one. No, no, no. He won, he he was nominated for the box and stuff. I mean, he has a Grammy, um, but it was... That album wasn't nominated. No, no, no. Not the album, album, no. Okay. I think it's just because normally when people come out with an album that late, 
it's tough because now people are going to probably forget about it after when a bunch of new albums, when the beginning of the year come out. And on top of that, last year's list or this year or whatever, um, that's when it was the real, real niggas, like mm-hmm. hip-hop shit. So, or whatever. Um, but he released his project, y'all, mm-hmm. and that shit was whack. And I mean, every freaking song. I think it's called like, Live Life Fast or Fast Live yeah, Life. He tried whatever. To off the, the Rick Ross and Kanye West song. Um, um I didn't like it at all. And I was in when I, I listened to the entire thing mm-hmm. and the whole time, like I feel like every single song I'm thinking, What the hell is this nigga talking about? Uh, okay, well, let me let me give you my thought of real Like quick. what are you saying? So I feel like at this point, no lie, uh-huh. niggas nowadays just be rhyming words. Yeah. No. Cause, cause remember, no lyrical. No lyrical context. Like shit, don't even just be going together. Y'all just be rhyming words. Charisma does not like uh, when his voice changes. Be like, I ah, hate that shit. Ah. I, I hate you know? it. Oh, uh, okay. Here's the thing. <laughs> See, go back to your mom. I, I mean, you know, a wild nigga. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Yo, listen. So I think what it. This is what I, I felt about it. I remember. Right, I, I remember. Okay. Side note. I remember, I noticed I didn't like his voice when he had that song. What's the song? Uh, I didn't like when he was like, Versace Row Woo Woo. I'm like, you know that song? Yeah, I can't remember the title, but it's from the first album. Yes, I fucking hate it, yo. Um, <laughs> I hate when he goes again. I'm sorry. Do that again. Why? Versace Row. I hate when oh, he remember those from the, uh, the Pop Smoke song. Uh, Versace she Row Woo. Yeah. I hate it. She would have fucked with the Woo. <laughs> okay. I mean, I didn't even like that song when his voice kind of went high, too. That was on his first album. I think that's when it got, I don't know if I got number, not the box, but it's like a mustard song. Oh, uh, Late at Night. Oh, no, 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 Um, That was the first, that was on my first album. You ain't gonna fucking with these niggas no more. Is that one? Is it that one? I feel like now I'm starting to think his song was talking about the same. Yeah, but I think the song you're singing is still the same one. I don't know. But, you know what's so crazy, too, I was thinking? The reason, when I was listening to that album, the reason that they released that song as a single, because mm-hmm. the best fucking song on there. Which one? The, the one that uh, you was talking about? The one that was the lead for this one. High fashion. Yeah, I don't like high fashion. You don't like it, but... No. I don't like when his voice changes. Just talk regular. When you start oh, going right. up high... You ain't gotta, gotta deal with niggas no more. I hate it. Okay. Okay, so this is my thing about it. So... You don't think, be rapping about nothing. I think what it was is the fact that he he came out with a pro he had a little buzz, the box went diamond, he you know, he he was doing it. But the fact that he waited about eighteen months to come out with this project and then I think what made me think like I was excited, I was like, you know what, I out of these newer rappers in the in the mainstream world, I kinda like Roddy, he cool. The first album was actually surprisingly good. So I'm like, all right, maybe the next one should be good, hopefully. And I and, it, and he came out at a time where nobody was coming out, so it was perfect. Here's mm-hmm. the thing. The fact that he kept saying, oh, it's a no-skip policy. And yes, I my nigga, get, skip all the damn songs. And I got nervous. I'm thinking, okay, hopefully you him not, saying that, that's Him saying that is putting a lot of... Hopefully you got too much dip on your chip. Him saying that's put a lot of pressure on yourself. Right. That's and, like and, you saying, like, ain't no song skippable. Yeah. Well, all right. No-skip policy. <laughs> okay. So, so my whole thing is I'm like... Okay, this album better be fucking fire. Cause if it's not, I'm gonna be real upset. It can't be mid. It cannot be mid. And I'm listening to it, and it's just kind of like it was whack. It was okay. It just it wasn't hitting at all. But it wasn't like normally when I listen to a project. This is how I know album is good. 
when I first listened to it, I kind of feeling the song like I'm like, all right, cool. And then the rotation and just each song gets better as it as the album goes along and everything like that. Mm-hmm. And then immediately after I'm done with the album, I can I play the album again. Or I listen if I have a bunch of albums in my little queue that when I play my music, I'll get back to that album. So if you asking me like, just for example. Hey, Westside Gun put out this project. How many times you listen to the album today? Oh, it was good. I listened to it four times before I came home. You know, that type of shit. Mm-hmm. My whole thing is, is when I listen to it, it made me want to go back. It's no, a, so you else. said something about And the fact that I sent you, it was a song, and it made me think, wait, what did this nigga say? Oh, and I was from the 6 9 Yeah. And it was just like the way he did the voice. And I was like, I know this nigga didn't just rhyme a word with, you know, some shit like that. And I'm like, and then I looked at the lyrics. I was like, "Oh, he took out the word 6 9 I'm like, "Okay, I get it, but nigga, he could have changed up the lyric if you didn't want it to be in like that, you know, whatever." Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, Roddy Rich and Rick Ross. So the double R's did not deliver. Um. On that, but as we're gonna go ahead and continue with music, uh, we, we could talk. Well, actually, I'll bring up what I was gonna bring up. Bow Wow. So Bow Wow. <laughs> Bow Wow wants his recognition. So for next year's BET Hip Hop Awards, he feels that he should be um, the uh, the hip hop legend or the hip hop icon. And so I wanted to ask you, do you feel that he's worthy enough to be a hip hop icon um, for the BET Hip Hop Awards? Like, like, do you believe that out of the people that they're now starting to recognize how they did Nelly this year, whoever, if it's not him next year, do you think he's worthy enough to be a hip-hop legend to re- recognize as such? Um, who have they had in the past? Um, well, let me pull it up as a... Let me, let me pull it up. But I will tell you, this year was Nelly. And, um, and Nelly did have a run. He had... Um, he did have a lot of albums and stuff. A lot of... Uh, A lot of uh, recognition. Give me. I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, he definitely did something for the culture. But as far as, I mean, I don't know. I feel like you know, Bow Wow was the rapper for us teeny boppers at the time. Yeah. But I, but wasn't no grown man, no grown niggas in their twenties and thirties really like yo. You hear this new okay. Bow Wow verse? So I'm gonna just read off that, and it's the, the award is I am Hip Hop Award. Okay. Okay. So this everything start back in 2006. I'm just gonna read off the names: Grandmaster Flash. Karis One, Russell Simmons, Ice Cube, Salt and Pepper, LL Cool J, Rakim, MC Light, Dougie Fresh, Scarface, Snoop Dogg, Luther Campbell, Lil Wayne, Little Kim, Master P, and Nelly. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> because we basically missed a whole lot. Jay Z never got the award yet. It's, it's a um, lot of people. That's Nas ain't got the award yet. Yeah, um, nah, Bow Wow. Uh, nah. Uh, who else? You ain't there, my boy. <laughs> You got to see it through, my boy? Yeah, he ain't there. <laughs> He's not there at all. Yeah. Oh. Bow wow he was, said he didn't want to wait till he like 44. But my nigga, but Bow Wow was a rapper, like I said, for us teeny boppers. Like, again, let's be honest. Bow Wow was hot from the time he was, what, like maybe 12 to 13, maybe right. till he hit like 18. Like, when, fresh, when she got older. Like, it, fresh as I miss. And then think like that last album, that was really it. When nobody really checking. For Bow Wow, I mean, like, we liked him, like, Mm-hmm. As females, because he was attractive, he was cute, he could rap, he talked about girls, you know what I mean, stuff like that. Yeah, but it's the stuff like that they should be talking about, right? But like I said, ain't no thirty year old nigga was like really, hey, bro, you heard this bow wow verse, like nah, right? Because right. I thought about it, I was like, you know what? 
You it, were cool for what you were. Yeah, and now it's like if he put out a project, I'm not gonna be Ain't like, nobody oh. checking. Right. I, I feel bad because because it's like you know he's been in the game for a long time, obviously because of of age. But like when I think of like a young rapper and he was able to hold it on, like like Nas did his first project, he was like 17 years old. I know he said he said he should get it next year. He said yeah, he felt like he should get it next year because no. he said he did. He wants to get it while he's still here to, you know, whatever. He said he don't want to be 44. Has T.I. gotten it? No, T.I. hasn't gotten and it. So he, he think, nah. Yes. I, it went, so just not looking at the list because I'm happy you asked me to do that. Because I'm looking at it like that. Everybody I named is worthy enough to get that award. Yeah, like everyone. They, I mean, like even the people you name, of course, like I don't know all their songs. Like, I think you said Karis when I was waiting for my time. But, you but knew I him. Yeah, yeah, but I know people would say like that's like like legend, you know, like legendary. Because right, you know, you know what, um, L O Cool J, Ice Cube, a Salt and Pepper, Master P, you know. Ain't nobody checking for Bow Wow. Yeah, so Shad, I'm, I don't know, man. Um, not anytime soon. Let's just say that, you know. Um, I'll say that, but yeah, that's that's kind of whatever. Um, so we can go into Boosie, Boosie. Yeah, so um, I know y'all think we probably said we weren't gonna talk about Boosie no more, but oh yeah, we did say. Um, so obviously we lied. (laughs) Um, but this is just a follow-up, guys. I don't know if you remember. We had mentioned it a few months ago, um, about Boosie when he was on the tour with, like, uh, Rick Ross, Jeezy. The Legends of the Street Tour. Right. And I don't know if you guys remember, we had talked about one particular show they did in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Um, which actually, they had to cut the concert short. Because during Boosie's set, uh, he basically got mad and like kicked the speakers and mm-hmm. yeah, because shit like it that. Was, uh, his his people was fighting some people on stage, and apparently the people that was fighting had a gun, and so he tried to sue them. And I remember you were like, "What he trying to sue them for?" Right. So apparently, it came out that um, it says the the tour booker and the promoter. They are suing Boosie for basically what happened at the State Farm Arena. This was back in October. Mm-hmm. Um, so it says, it, it says, according to the lawsuit, um, it's, We Are Live Entertainment alleged that Boosie caused the chaos that erupted on stage during the concert. As a result, equipment was damaged and the remainder of the show had to be shut down. It says the company's claim Boosie was booked for a total of 150000 Mm-hmm. For five shows, so that's like five different appearances on a tour. So of course, fifty thousand per appearance. Mm-hmm. Boosie was reportedly given fifty thousand before the first night of the tour. They allege that Boosie contacted the president of We Are Live Entertainment demanding more money, and once he was declined, they said Boosie al- alleged said he would ruin things. Mm. Okay, it changes up. So. They claim that during the incident, Boosie damaged equipment before getting into a security, and now they are seeking five hundred and twenty-five thousand in damages. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> yeah. So, so they it's like almost like you didn't think that he not realized that they they was go go ahead and. So you tried to get more money. They said nah. So you said okay, I'm gonna fuck shit up. Well, 
since you just said he's trying to get more money, I also have another Boosie thing because I told you I was like, him being just... ordained, huh? Him being ordained. Yeah. Yeah, I said he can. I think then they said he. They said uh, he said he was gonna charge you with fifty thousand dollars. No, it was seventy five thousand to a hundred thousand to officiate ceremonies. My, so, from Boosie. So Boosie, um, you gonna need about probably a good six. Do you weddings. know how easy it is to become ordained? I could do it right now, record this damn podcast, become an ordained person to make. Yo, it yo, you don't be dope if we actually recorded a podcast while you no. be ordained. But I'm <laughs> I saying, I pronounce you. <laughs> but I'm saying, you know how easy it is. Am I th- and honestly, let me tell you something. If you seriously had a budget, <laughs> let me tell you, if you had a budget for who you wanted to officiate your wedding, mm-hmm. if you say, you know what, I want to use that on Boosie, you're an idiot. The fact that his his fee probably going to cost more than the wedding itself. You don't need Boosie. You know, he overcharging too, my nigga. You charging people seventy five thousand to marry somebody, but you only charging fifty thousand for a show. You ordaining somebody that takes no more than five ten minutes. It, it, you know, his time is. He gonna be like, "Hey, man, I know you love this girl." You know, no, because you you he not he look. Here's the thing: he gonna go all the way. Dearly beloved. <laughs> He don't seem like a nigga that would say dearly beloved. <laughs> that don't seem like that's just in his vocabulary. It's a hoe, that pussy. <laughs> I don't know. Yo, um. What's next on the docket? All right, uh, Travis Scott. Yeah. He's down bad, y'all. I'm, I can't believe I, uh, I'm othering those words. He is down My bad. Man, I just. They don't want to fuck with him, man. Unfortunately, just, he's 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 too hot. Not in the he's he's just he's hot as in you probably don't want to be next to him right now. I feel. But you know what's so crazy? Damn. So the reason that Cody's talking about this, y'all don't know if you guys know. So uh, Travis Scott was supposed to be one of the headliners for Coachella next yes. year, and Coachella typically I think takes place in April, either March or April. Yeah, it's free time. Yeah, so he's supposed to be headlining it. Obviously, you know, we all remember what happened with Astroworld yes. back the end of October. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it was announced that Coachella basically didn't want him anymore, right? Yeah, they, they like, nah, like, well, yeah, they haven't had it for two years um, oh, for because the pandemic or whatever. So, but I guess that it came out that Coachella was like, no, we're not going to headline. Like, he's not going to perform anymore. And I, it came out, um, you know, Travis had was... Reaching out to them was basically like, I'll do it for, I'll, I'll free. Do it for free. He just want to be on there. Right. And to me, that's screaming desperation. desperation. Um, but then it's also, too, is like him even still wanting to do it. It's kind of odd because it's like, sir, you are already in hot water because the last show that you had, people died. Yes. And the fact that you are so eager to get back on stage, and it's like, this ain't the time. Yeah, um, you got that. He lost a bunch of sponsorships and everything. And I think what it is is that it's just in my mind, I kept thinking, man, you know, honestly. But, I mean, but on the other side, too, I can kind of understand mm-hmm. why he might still want to do it, just maybe just kind of as a distraction 
so his mind isn't because there's no telling what he's going through right now. Like yeah, like it, like I'm I'm I will pray for the victims first before praying for him. No, I'll pray oh, for oh, him no, too. no, no, no. I'm not saying I'm not praying for him. I'm just saying let me at pray least, for all involved. Yeah, pray all. But I'm saying like at the same time, I just know that you know I can understand what he's going through. But at the same time, I, I can't overpower with the families and everybody friends that has lost someone due mm-hmm. to the situation. The only thing is, is that in my mind, I'm thinking like, man. I wish he just didn't do the the festival. You know, it, it wasn't like he, especially the fact that he headlined, he came out with a music and but with album. In I three think years. I think what just kind of made it seem kind of crazy was the fact that he was like, "I'll do it for free." Yeah, in my mind, to me, that's just like, oh, you, and, you, you going through something. And, and the thing, it, it's so bad because it's almost like that. I would never want, even if I felt like. If I was in his shoes, even if I felt that I would do it for free, I probably would never put that out because now the whole public is watching. Because that that makes me question his mental. Like, what is he like mentally? Because I feel like I said that just kind of just screams desperation. And it's like, you kind of need to sit back, relax, and reflect on what's been going on with your life. Right now, I feel like the last thing... Mentally, to... I just feel like that's not healthy. Of course, right. I'm not a psychologist, psychiatrist. Yeah, I can't diagnose not... somebody. Now he put back in his uh, his bio, I guess on um, on Instagram, uh, Utopia, because that was the name of his his new album. Mm-hmm. I think at the time when I looked at it, like now I will say when he releases album, it's gonna do numbers. People gonna listen to it. Yeah, I, people. Yeah, and I'm probably gonna listen to it. I'm gonna probably listen to it as well. <laughs> I'm probably gonna listen to it. Yeah. yeah. Um, but at the same time, it's just in my mind, like, you know, it, but I feel like he is still going to have that black hole as in, you know, even though you're still going to have your supporters, there's just like, even though everything fucked up right now, you know, you still got people that enjoy your music and probably only going to fuck with you, but just for music at that. Mm-hmm. At the same time, it just, in my mind, I'm thinking like, but it just ruined a whole lot of stuff. I would have rather for him to come out with new music to the point where he can have a, a, place to perform because i'm looking at that list way before this whole astroworld thing i'm thinking okay well we're gonna get a new album soon so obviously you know because you can't like i like i said about the asap rocky thing he's gonna do numbers regardless he don't have to release no new music but after a while i'm thinking like but i'm gonna be as a fan of yours i'm gonna want you to release some new music so hopefully keep that buzz going you three for three my nigga mm-hmm. and you know you right, think he's gonna lose fans uh, i'm sure he did and i'm sure he has um now this, you know, this, it's, this is so random. I just that? thought about this. Us, our, us as humans, um, it's so interesting to me, and myself included, of course, um, how when certain stuff happens mm-hmm. with uh, certain people, this, this is like kind of going back into like the cancel culture type of thing. Yes. Um, to me, that's just straight bullshit because I feel like a lot of the times... Like I said, myself included, we pick and choose when we want to cancel somebody and yes. for yeah. what. And you're one hundred percent correct because of the fact that um, we because we listen to someone and we love their music. We love you know because not it's not even sometimes it could just be the music. It'd be something that maybe you be going through something and you may just need someone who has that musical ab- ability to get to you to to make you feel better and stuff like that. Because you know? well, because it's just like you know like this stuff I have with Travis Scott. People might be like, I'm never gonna listen to him again. People died or whatever, mm-hmm. right? You know, or something. Or they may be like, I'm still going to listen to him. Like, he made a mistake. But then you got some people, you know, that, you know, be beating on women or doing shit to women and niggas just don't care. Yeah. And, and, and like, it, the, they like, the oh, they're like, I don't care. I'm still going to listen to the music. It's different if you're going through that situation. 
Like, if I was someone, like, say if I'm a female and I went through abuse and rape and So you think we things. only cancel people that we can relate to? Or we can't relate to? Well, okay, but I want you to understand that I think cancel culture is only, it's easy. If I didn't like the person, it's easy for me to be like, well, be like, fuck them. Yeah, like, okay, like the baby. The baby started to get mid to me. So when his shit happened, I'm not like, oh, I'm going to listen to the baby again. No. That's true. Because yeah, here's the thing. And my thing is, I'm not saying I, particip- I participated to a point I'm thinking like, I'm just not going to listen to that person's music, you know? True. Now. I if, mean, because it's like some people like even now, right, that don't fuck with Chris Brown. Yeah. You, the, the people that don't fuck with him probably didn't fuck with him before that shit. But it's like, you know, but some people, they, they might look at me as maybe being a hypocrite because, you know, I talk about Travis, uh, not Travis, uh, Tory Lanez, mm-hmm. right? What you did to Megan. Mm-hmm. But I still listen to Chris Brown. Right. So, it, 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 it's Does that make the, me a hypocrite? Huh? Does that make me a hypocrite? I'm, you choose who you choose. Um, I mean, but I think because like you remember when we, we said something about Sheck West when they had the allegations about him and Justin. But I, but I feel like the thing is with Chris Brown, he admitted to his wrongs. Yeah, but I and mean, so he admitted he did something, right? And I believe when that happened, he was working or has been working to get away from that. Mm-hmm. And I think for the most part, he's done a pretty good job. You know who I... Right? And, we, and, we brought and, up, e- and even so, with the Chris Brown and Rihanna situation, right? Like, Rihanna admitted what she fucked up too. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it was yeah. like, it wasn't just all on him. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And he shouldn't have put his hands on her and she shouldn't have put her hands, hands on, on him. him. Yeah. So, I mean, they equally took ownership in what they did in... They both moved on from it. Yeah. But obviously some people have not. Right. So I feel like that's why I still am able to listen to him because he admitted he did something wrong. Yeah. Unless you got somebody like Tory Lanez, who this just, nigga saying, who, I ain't did shit. And then this everybody that says some shit about him just in on some other, that's why I'm like, man, he a fucking lame. Or even like, this is so random, even like, you know, like Dr. Dre, he beat on Miss Chalet, right? hmm He's never really openly admitted that he did it though. He just said, I made mistakes. No, admit to what you did. Right. Well, but I remember we were talking about um, Ocho Cinco, and I was like, you know, somebody who, who, who truly was wrong about what he did and was he, able to... He owned up to he it. He owned up to it. And then, he, and then he was able to kind of get back into the good graces of a whole lot of people. Um, because, you know, so like that, I think it's like, we all make mistakes. Mm-hmm. You know, people do shit they shouldn't have done. Mm-hmm. I feel like if you... Own up to it and you take accountability mm-hmm. for what you did and you know what you did was wrong. And, of course, you, you take the rest up, you know, of course, like, with God or whatever as far as acting, asking for forgiveness. Yeah. But I feel like people be forgetting, you know, in God's eyes, no sin, no sin is greater than the other. So you, get, you go and killing somebody and me telling somebody a lie, in God's eyes, that's the same. Yeah. But, I mean, sometimes, hey. So, so like, my thing heaven, is, like. Sometimes you don't get a halo. Yeah, but I'm just like, so who am I to really judge? Right. Um, but at the same time, I feel like a lot. I, I mean, the thing is, is that the but niggas I, don't be thinking they at fault. Yeah, if if you don't, if you if you not apologizing and really being genuine, it's not a PR move. It's something from your heart and everything like that. It's a difference, you know. Um, but more of the story, Travis Scott though, he do need to sit his ass down. Yeah, he, take he a just, break. Yeah, just take. Though you should know how to do that. You did it for three years now. Um. Now I just kind of really, really go into it. Oh, well, since we watching this this game as we're recording, might as well get into the Jackson Bay, Jackson State University situation. Um, you can go and tell them about that. Yeah, so 
There is a football player that is uh, it was the the biggest high school football recruit. Uh, depending on the type of standings, if you if you are in the sports, of course, um, he was either number one in some standings and number two in some standings. So either way, top two. Uh, his name is Travis Hunter, and Travis Hunter is a cornerback uh, for I don't know high school, but at the same time, one of the biggest recruits out, five star, bar none. He verbally had committed to uh, Florida State University. Fuck them niggas. But Florida State University. Now, big move, everything, cool. Well, signing day, uh, normally for anyone who, like I said, pays attention to sports, is normally around this week of December. They got some more signing days, probably in the springtime. But, you know, you know, a lot of people, you know, commit over to some schools, kind of get everything ready and, you know, become freshmen at universities. Well, he decided to flip his, uh, his commitment over to an HBCU school. Jackson State University, which is which has a football team coached by primetime Deion Sanders, mm-hmm. who is also a Florida State alumni. Now, at the same time, a lot of people um, were very upset that not only he flipped his commitment, which is totally fine and normal, but he flipped it to an HBCU school. Which is unheard of. Which is unheard of. And Charisma and I had a conversation last week before this all happened um, when we talked about a former football coach uh, from the Cleveland Browns, Hugh Jackson, is going to be the head coach of Grambling State. And I was telling her, I was like, that's a great situation, but I would love for, you know, HBCU schools athletics-wise to get more recognition because they're doing the exact same thing as the, the PWIs and all that type of shit. And they just now got their, uh, the this year they had their nationally televised game for the first time ever for HBCU game. Mm-hmm. And it's never happened before. Um, which is unfortunate that it had to wait this long because they played just as good as them. A lot of y'all favorite football players, if you are a sports fan, like I'll mention again, have played in HBCUs. Jerry Rice, Michael Strahan, uh, Steve McNair, um... Walter Payton, a lot of legends have played there, but it's a 2% chance that a lot of the players that play in HBCU schools today... They don't get drafted. They don't get drafted or signed to the NFL. And a lot of times, they got to transfer over to a bigger university just for them to even get recognition, in which it needs to be... Of, you know, if you play football, you can, you're can you just as athletic as anybody who plays at whatever school you decide to go to. Mm-hmm. It just sucks that a lot of them don't get that recognition. Well, Travis... He, he made his commitment and everything, but a lot of people was upset, and a lot of people wanted to let that word fly. You know what word I'm talking about. Nigger. Yes, and at the same time, a lot of people was mad at Deion Sanders for even trying to recruit this kid, just like any other university would have done if you were a five-star recruit and everything like that. Here's the situation, y'all. We have people, Florida State fans in particular, have memorabilia jerseys that Deion Sanders has, and they decided to just do the dumb shit that sports fans like to do when they don't get their way from a player. They burn their jerseys. They burn their own fucking clothes like some idiots. And my whole thing is, is like, dog, first of all, you don't own no player. We won't allow, depending on what school or sports team professional-wise you cheer for, we can't. We don't. We just like cheering for them, but at the same time, we can't be mad at a personal decision. 
Well, yeah, it's because, you know, they just feel like you're supposed, to, you're supposed to go for us or whatever like that. Like, how dare you yeah. go well, there? I'm, I'm going to be the one, first one to admit I was very upset about the whole Kevin Durant deal. And I think, um, not the fact that he left, it was the team he was going to. But at the same time, I, one, I didn't have a Kevin Durant jersey, but I would have never burned it. Um, because it's clothes. If anything, if it don't fit me no more or something, I just go to play those clothes at a Goodwill or some shit like that. Because mm-hmm. somebody can actually use shit like that. You burn this shit where somebody else can just use it if you don't want it no more. But you pet it. And they want to film it to let the world know I don't fuck with this person. Fucking idiots. But at the same time, it's the fact that a lot of people be looking at it like you're supposed to be with just us and all that type of stuff. I can't be that way. Because at the same time, we do got to understand these people got families. These people got, um, you know, they go through the same mental health stuff that we all go through. And you can only imagine how someone can be hate, hate you for just trying to live your life and, and be happy for yourself. Everything mm-hmm. like that. Travis, good job, man. I'm happy that you was able to do this. And the fact that you were probably going to start a good trend from a lot of players, uh, profession, preferably black players, going to HBCUs to show your... Uh, talents and everything like that. Good luck to you and everything. And I see big things happening for Jacksonville, Jackson State. Um, they've already, they're already in a bowl game as we speak. Um, they only lost one game. They're gonna wind up doing numbers again with him and everything like that. Um, and also, last thing I want to mention about that. Um, it is not because of the NIL NIL deal because everyone was like, oh, he went there for the money and stuff like that. First of all, this dude was the biggest high school recruit coming out for the 2022 class. He was going to get a bag regardless. So stop with that bullshit. But that's my uh, sports talk for random combos. But definitely congratulations um, to him. Yes. For sure. Uh, Did you have any other topics you wanted to? Because you don't have, do you have a candy leadership? Um, I have one, but I mean... I can read it. I know, like, top of my head. I don't know if you heard it. Oh, well, I, uh, I have one. Actually, it's so funny. I have one on top of my head, and you were actually the one that kind of threw me the lob. I'll say mine first, if, you know. Go ahead and say yours. Can you believe this shit? All right. So, uh, Charisma sent me this thing, y'all. This is a can you believe this shit as in, like, why the fuck do people do this? There's a football player named Dakotis Crawford. Oh, yeah. And she sent me this, and I was like, well, because he could be the coldest. But at the same time, why would any parent... <laughs> name their child. His, <laughs> name, his name is Dakotis. Yeah, D-E, coldest. C-O-L-D-S-T. And I read it, I was like, that got to be a typo. And so I thought about it. I was like, hold on. Actually, it's good he's a wide receiver, but he better be literally the coldest, as in like, in a, in a good way, of course. I hope he makes it to the NFL. And I say this because... If he doesn't, I just don't want the coders to be working at like a place like, like be a cashier at a at a um, grocery store or something, and he got the little name tag. Cody also had another person named his name, his name is Kool Aid, <laughs> and I'm just corner, like, what the fuck are y'all doing, y'all? There's like, a quarterback for Florida, y'all. I'm gonna be honest with you. I didn't know this. I was I was at a Alabama game. Oh, I said Florida. My bad. He plays for Alabama. I was at an Alabama game this year, y'all. And I didn't remember ever seeing some nigga named Kool-Aid. And I'm like, why would you And at first I was that? like, that's got to be a nickname. There's probably some shit. Like, maybe because he like just bust through the line and catch interceptions and shit, whatever like that. Mm-hmm. So I looked it up. Clear enough, his name is Kool-Aid. Yes, with the hyphen. So 
Alabama versus Nebraska needs to happen because I need to see the Are they Codis. in the same conference? No, but I'm just saying like a bowl game. Like, oh, okay. I mean, I need Nebraska to be old Nebraska back in the day when they was winning football games. They got to be undefeated to go against Alabama. Well, that or even one loss. Enough to even get them to a playoff game or whatever. Or, or just a bowl game if Alabama just happened to be kind of like mediocre next year or whatever. Mm-hmm. All I'm saying is I got to see the Codis line up against Kool-Aid. And maybe if they and you get said drafted, they got the same position, right? No, well, they the opposite. Like so, wide receiver and a defensive back. So it's like me and you, like you know, like you got to guard me to get oh, the ball, okay. or vice versa, or whatever. I hope both of them get drafted to the same exact team, so they could have like some combination, like the coldest Kool Aid. Oh Cody yeah, not the coldest Kool Aid. <laughs> yeah, go ahead, boo. <laughs> um, mine is is a little bit more sad. I'm not gonna pull up the article, but I don't know if you guys have heard about it. I don't know if you've, you've heard about it. About the man in Colorado. He was a truck driver. And he was recently sentenced to over 100 years in prison. um, Because he caused a crash. So he was a truck driver in Colorado. And um, while he was driving, he was driving a semi-truck. And while he was, I think he was since 120 years, I think. Okay. Um. He was driving his semi-truck, and he said while he was driving, his, his brakes went out. Like, it's, something happened with his brakes. Either way, he couldn't stop. So, you know when you're driving on the highway and they have the ramps for the trucks? Mm-hmm. The semis to go? Mm-hmm. I guess he didn't take it. Mm. He went the... Other, he went kept going straight instead okay. of taking the exit. Okay. Um, And I guess because he couldn't stop, he ran into some cars. Mm-hmm. And it called, it was a, so he called like a crash. It was like a 28 car pile up, but like five people end up dying. Oh. And he was sentenced to 128 years in prison for that. They probably like. He's Hispanic. Okay. And granted, um, and the reason, and he was found guilty. Mm hmm. Um, cause they said, the crash could have been prevented. Yeah. And they said he was being reckless. Um, granted, uh, he probably was. He probably should have took it. Yeah. But, but I feel like 120-something years in prison it's pretty excessive. It is, is very much excessive, especially when y'all be sentencing murderers we and, just, raper, and we, rapers <laughs> and rapists. To five years. You know what I mean? Like We just talked about how this dude uh, a couple episodes ago, a few episodes, I should say, where you was telling me that um, there was a dude that uh, uh, raped all these women. That, he, and that got probation. And a minute he exactly. did. And he and the, and the judge looked it over on some other bullshit. But here's, here's what also, the defense, um, well, the, well, the prosecutor's the one that was actually suing him. Uh-huh. When they were saying this was reckless, he, he this could have been prevented. What I read, I'm paraphrasing y'all, but how they kind of worded it would kind of rub me the wrong way was like, so his he couldn't stop. Yeah. So basically, they were saying this could have been prevented, mm-hmm. all these other lives lost though, but how it was taken, it was like, he could have just died. He didn't have to kill the others. That's how I took it because he couldn't stop, right? Mm-hmm. So he's going to crash. Mm-hmm. So their thing was... And basically, their thing was instead of you just going off and crashing on your own, mm-hmm. you went this way and crashed into other people. So their thing, so that's how you know what I mean. Like, 
you could have just died. You didn't have to kill others too. Which that's how I took it. Mm-hmm. Just kind of how I was worded, and I was like, "That's kind of fucked up." Yeah, that's crazy. Granny should have got. He probably should have got some jail time. But not over a hundred years. Yeah. Well, well, if if say if you were the judge in that case. What, well, what, the, well, the here's what the judge said that he didn't want to sentence him to that long. Oh. Uh, but he said he had to because. Oh, in certain laws and. Well, because he has so many charges. It was like 10 counts, 15 counts, oh. and each one has a minimum number of years for prison time. And so when they mm-hmm. added, added it all it. together, it was See, that's, 100 that, something that years. That sucks, though. But, you know, I, I, I guess I can understand. They got a petition going around, like, oh, was it like petitions.org or something? Right. They have like three million signatures, like and y'all to try to feel it. Sign the petitions if, if if you feel um if somebody should not be in situations like that, you know whatever. Or, I thought when I saw that I was I was that was crazy. Yeah. You be murdered? No, I didn't. I'm gonna be honest with you, I didn't. Um, it's really sad, honestly. Yeah. He was crying. The dude was, and he's like twenty something. Uh-huh. He was crying. He was saying like you know like he doesn't understand. He don't know. He does. He was like I don't know why, I'm I'm alive and and. And they're not. Right. You know? Yeah. But, yeah. That's all I got. Well, uh, also, I just want to let you guys know uh, one more thing. Because I know I thanked you guys in the beginning of the episode and everything. But I just want to also give you guys a reminder. Um, I want to let you guys know that Spotify now has it where you can rate your uh, your favorite podcast. So for a lot of our Spotify listeners out there, go ahead and give us that five-star rating and everything like that, um, as well as if you already on Apple, you know, because, uh, you know, one thing, because, you know, this is going to be the last episode for us this year uh, until until next year. January 2nd will be our one-year anniversary, um, not like show, but just like in general, when we first recorded our, the first time doing this. So doing this for a year, especially doing this year doing this podcast with you has mm-hmm. been um very good and everything like that but go ahead and you know uh go ahead and give us some five star reviews and then if it's also on apple podcast give us a good rating and everything like that hope you guys enjoyed the show we yeah. enjoy uh these Saturdays recording episodes now for you guys. this will probably be the last show of the year it is well for us yes M- most likely for me as well um, yeah, yeah um because next week is christmas and we got to that is, is New, New Year's. Year's. And so um, we'll definitely be back in January sometime. But uh, we can we can use a good podcasting break. I got to say my voice for you guys. You know what I'm saying? I don't drink uh, hot tea. So I'm just going to hopefully be able to give you these notes. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, again, y'all just kind of piggybacking off of what Cody said. We definitely do appreciate you guys for uh, sticking with us this past year and listening to us, yeah. to our faithful listeners, listeners that have t- tuned in every single Saturday. If you share this, um, if you text us, we definitely do appreciate that. it. Um, and again, like we uh, look forward to next year. Yeah, so. next year we're gonna be we trying to do it bigger, y'all, for real. But we only way we gonna do it bigger. It comes with you guys, so continue to keep rocking with us, and I hope you guys enjoy that. Enjoy your holidays, everyone. For sure. Merry Christmas, a happy new year. Stay safe. Stay safe. Until next time. Bye, bye. guys. And everyone, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Podbean, as well as follow us on all social media platforms at RNDM Combos. Thank you for listening.